Bless the Lord. Father, we bless your name. We glorify you for everything you are to us. Yeah. 
Father, we thank you once again. We bless your name for this day, the third day of the month, March, the third month of the year. We thank you so much for bringing us together again, even as we behold your glory together. And as your word has said, we are changed, we are changed, we are changed into that same image from glory to glory. And we know that indeed Christ is the image of the invisible God. So the image is Christ. The Bible says that Christ in you, the hope of glory. There is a glory that is in us that is yet to be manifested. And thank God so much for giving us that privilege, for giving us that opportunity, endowing us with his grace. And with this grace, we behold him to become what he has purposed us to become. We thank God so much. Good morning to everyone. Good morning to you. I believe you are all doing well by the grace of God. Indeed, the long-awaited day has come. This is the day that we are beginning our Grace Conference. And I know that it's going to be an awesome day from today to Sunday. As I announced the last time, if you are around Cape Coast UCC campus, you can join us to fellowship to go into the enterprise of God's grace. And it's going to be great. It's going to be great. If you will be coming, I want you to have an expectation, a greater one. Not just coming for a program, but have a greater expectation that indeed that God is going to work. God is going to move. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank God so much. God bless you. I know that you have shared a link. God bless you for sharing the link. Thank you, Jesus. And you can begin to bless the name of the Lord by thanking him, giving him all praise, all adoration. Thank you, Jesus. Exalt the name of the Lord at this moment. The lion and the lamb. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Indeed, this is a holy moment as we behold the glory of the Lord. Can you begin to bless the name of the Lord and worship Him? Thank you, Jesus. Yes, bless His name. Exalt Him. Worship Him in the beauty of holiness. Let your thanksgiving ascend unto God, unto our King, unto our Maker. In the name of Jesus, Shanda Kafa, Nikata Sika Toshada, Nikata, Rabada Gado Shede Kabanakato Sute, Naki Makado Shedevede Amakadidi Kasata, Oh Glory Hallelujah, Kamasute Kepeshata, Nine Kadada Kato Shokapana Fidi Atasita, Nikapana Fito Shede, Nikalidi Ato Sukan. Nagoze Kavamanido Sutete Tata Ikeshe Kapata. Yes, when the glory come, there will be no doubt moments. Sabaria Kosite Lika Dabashando Koravede Hazita Lege Manakato Sheva Kamania Sito Komanita Nalida Kabado Shedeve Anda Kapanako Veka Branda. Yes, bless the name of the Lord Nekade Shadabaha. Bless his name, worship him in the beauty 
of holiness samiato suta zakmaka sheke ne samo fadida negeza maka sheke nasure friend sata pa inde shiza nekadaba sata naka sheke nekablando sune kabanda shanda enta kabana sito foshata kaberianda site akmaka vimak maka sheke nasata rabashke boskabava makati kanima sito no shete yes lord nika vimeka jeko zuka vimataita shaleva rabashete kezeke biriakato sude kapanahata bless the name of the lord this morning bless his holy name worship him in the beauty of holiness nakivaroshke nasita ajmagajeto shuta nakasite lakito sufanai keshata konata rabasianto skudeke paradafita tushe zakmasheto sune kapainda sasa zavikma shoko sita tisa salko zake vamante shanatosa lehashek nakatoko zakapata nileata sitono toto mashata nila habaka vema kazindo shondo zanda kababa kita sito kosata lakabada kato shanevede kavene kavaka dasinte kature jelebe ando suta kamini kato shete nakabana kabana kabana kabano shete nileha sito kovani kado shede kata nikata kabana kato shete nikadiria kato suta rakabashada kato nekazata maniko su nekata nako shete nekabakado shekete niza kato kozianda katushe ni marakatu sekevanate asa ah glory hallelujah kaben shaka bakado shekete Mirianda City, Jevedebede Kabana Kato, Sukapana Kashete. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Kanima Sito, Farajakasa. Can somebody bless the name of the Lord? Can somebody worship Him? Can somebody appreciate the goodness of the Lord? Even from the beginning of the year to this time, we are thanking Him for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. In everything, we give thanks unto Him. We thank Him for the life. We thank Him for grace. We thank Him for His mercies. For his loving kindness, we thank him for his goodness. Maniko Shatani Kapana Fito Sata Nekazaka Pano Shete Nelabakato Sunekadina Sata. Yes, Lord Nika Shete Manika Sukapanaka Shete Yes, Sapakato Sunekaplande Shata Nekadika Panakato Suta Raka Nika Vemeshandata Nesavanekato Shanamata Nicolata Fa Nicolata Fa Naske Paradakato Shete. Ah, glory, hallelujah. Kazimona Fataya. Le Kazimo Shana Netakatune Kapaya. Ande Kapana Kato Shete. Nalefana Kate Sukapanatase. Le Kadika Zama. Rede Shande Kadivana Kato Zata. Oh, Grabashkeba, Grabashkeba. Ne Kazibara Fitoskota. Ne Kaskipana Kato Sata. E Koshkapana Fete Kapa. Ne Kaplado Shete. Nalida Skitoskupana Kata. Ne Shada kafanato suta ne kajane mi anta sita gloka bebe kado shete rakadika diso nakata le kafanato shete metaista koski bama nakoshete namekaloshke bele kafanata ke lobushata ke ine katando suta ne kabeka dakaze kataka panakata makoshete tekete malufa nakato shete ne kadiano suta kamasheke. The lion and the lamb. 
This is sacred moment. Yes, bless the name of the Lord for this is a sacred moment. Mikato Shata. This is the moment that God is working in us. Kabala Sito Poshata. Nima Nakados Kimirianda Simako Suta Fenehasita. Tema Shado Kolafini Kazito Koneka Tine Kapano Fete. Nekabada Kados Kimirianda Sinde Kalano Kosute. Ah, glory, hallelujah. Kamesha Dakato Sunekapa. Nesadikato Shedevedebe Hanta City. Bashka Tevede Kapana Kata Sata. Niniko Sunaka Vimo Shede Katinza. Katiza. Kamino Shete, Nikatando Suta Fataita, Lashkimova Ramashene Azima Kafitana Kosata, Lagitaba, Meshando Kome Anta Sindo Kopana Kapesa, Nikamaranda City, Nikamalafino Kosane Kasibana Koshete Nikata, Yes Law, Nidava, Nidava, Vido Shekete Kata, Nizama Kozikata, Rabashekete Nikasatune Kapa, Rakata Sikete Nikashanamata Katu. Rakanusita Kavimashendo Sunte Ali Gevaradoshke Azima Taitoshete Bekazima Mamakatoshe Ikapanafito Sata Yes glory, yes glory, yes glory, yes glory Kadima Sheriando Sutara Yakamana Falakato Shekete Yakmanakato Sutana Bianta Sata Ande Shadabadi Kapanoko Sunde Pata Ali Kasinde Kapanofita Shetea Yes Kovani Shadabanaka Yes, indeed, 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 he deserves your worship, indeed, he deserves your praise. Maniska no shatende bataiza, zivmake shatanga sundi kapaya, telefaka menekato shatende bataya, meka dimaka, meka dimaka, meka dimaka, nofalidi hasini kosuna hazia, lasheke nafarune kasito moshende, haligmana kavita tsude kesata, neshado. Kozaki tafana kogroshket ende kapana fata nekoshata kalito sune kapa nekabinda sinto kopanata lia shek manakatisa nebush kapama kapeka sinto kopa lia sito nekashada kamito sukami anda katusa lia toshkefena katala katoko zata nekabashada katoshadata nekalida sito nokofata menakadesha kamanakadesha 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 Ne fatina sute, le kapano shekete kapa, ne kaplando shepe ne kapa kadus kata, ne kete kapana fito shata, andes kapano koshete, rabada kato shete ne bede handa sinto kopata, le kishata imana kato sute, ne kaplado shete ne kapana kavinde shande, mando shende imaranda sindo, le behasheke ne kosata, le kovana kido shat ende farada hasita, agidosh kapana kato sita, le Hashka mana kato sita lehasita lehasita kedeshaka kedeshata noko panaka disa tosa leka vima shanda kate leka tosko fata leko tosko fal leka sata kadoshka panakata leka para kato sate inde kapa yes somebody bless the name of the Lord somebody worship the Lord somebody praise His name somebody thank Him makadiso takafita liasheke neka sate na madosha ta neka tova lahishala kozeta ame Kadia Ta, Nikatina 
Sikatona Matakata, Lishaka do Shekete, Nikataka Manikato Shekata. in the name of Jesus. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank God. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, every gaze is on our Lord, our lover, our friend, our brother. The Lord Jesus Christ. We thank God so much. We thank God so much. Thank you, Jesus. This morning we will pray. The Bible says that for the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every thought that exalts itself above or against the knowledge of God. Thank you, Jesus. It says that the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations. On Wednesday, we were looking at something related to the mind. We were speaking of mindsets, 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 mindsets. And we realize that you can limit God with your mind. The things that you set your mind on can cause a limitation to the works of God in your life. And so many things were shared on, on Wednesday. And as I said, I, I, I want to just say something brief and we pray as we know that the weapons of our warfare, they are made for the pulling down of strongholds. We are also going to pull down every stronghold. We're going to pull down any mindset that we have had for ourselves that is causing us not to come into the very 
thank you jesus to come into the very expression of god we are going to pull everything down thank you jesus thank you lord the, ba- the, the battle or the warfare of every believer begins from the mind it does not even begin with 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 our body or from our bodies it begins with the mind and whatever thing that you do or you become is dependent on the state of your mind so it's very important that we we, we make up our minds ready to receive what the lord god has also purposed for us thank you jesus the bible says something in romans chapter 8 Romans chapter 8, the verse 5. Romans 8, verse 5. Shining in the light of your glory. He says that for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So you see. You can set your mind. Can you give it to me in another translation? You can set your mind on things that are of the flesh. And you can also set your mind on things that are of the spirit. He says that for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So, just as the prophet Moses said... I lay before you life and death, but I will plead with you that you will take life, that you will take life. So we are made to know from scriptures that to be carnally minded is death. Is that and this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. So, it's, it's very important that you choose the ways of God because that is what he has purpose for you. Those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. Yeah. It's, it's very, very important that we understand some of these things. Your mindset can limit you your mindset can promote you. Your mindset can limit you. Your mindset can also promote you. So it's very important that you, you set your mind on things that are of God, that are of the Spirit. For the sense and reason of the flesh is death. But the mindset controlled by the Spirit finds life. And peace you know after salvation what the Lord is doing for us one of the things that he wants us to do is renewing our mind and when we say renewing our mind the Greek word is anakinosis anakinosis means that to shelve your library it means that to shelf your library with, with the requisite knowledge. You know, when you go to the library, you realize that we have sections 
in the in the shelves you have sections you can have biology books you can have chemistry books you can have books on financial management you can have books on philosophy you have books on psychology you have books on whatever that is how a library is designed to be but here lies the case that you enter into someone's library and it's like the same shelf or the same corridor that he's supposed to maybe put psychology books or biology books you realize that that same shelf we have psychology books there we have biology books there we have chemistry books there we have whatever uh, anatomy books we have uh, whatever he has just missed everything together in the shelves and it will become very difficult for you to identify a book if that is how you've arranged your books so the same way the bible says that we should renew our mind. The meaning is that we should shelve, we should shelve our mind with the requisite knowledge at their respective places. That is the meaning of renewing your mind. So, here we thank you, disorder, mixture. So, you see, the Bible says that to be carnally minded is death, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So you see, your mind can only hold one category of information or knowledge or whatever at a point in time. You are not supposed to put physical or fleshly things at a place where spiritual things are meant to be. Don't forget, you are meant or God made you to live life and to live in his peace. God didn't create man to live in death. He made man to live in life and in peace. That was the reason why the day he formed him, he placed him in a garden, Eden, where God could behold him, man could also behold God. In that arena, in that place, in that city of life, in that city of pleasure, in that city of peace, in that city of joy. That was what God purposed for man. But what happened was that man chose to now miss that, that environment. Don't forget, Adam and Eve, they sinned in the presence of God. Some people think that when you are in the presence of God, you cannot sin. It's a lie. It was in the very presence of the Lord that they sinned. So it's not about the, the worship songs that people pray. It's not about the, the prayers that you are praying. It's not about the Bibles that you've surrounded yourself with. You can be surrounded with scriptures. You can be playing a gospel song and yet find yourself sinning, committing fornication, masturbating, or doing whatever thing. So it tells you that it is not what you are doing outside. It is not what is around you. It is not what is in your environment that will keep you from the corruption, that will keep you from failure, that will keep you from distraction. It is what you conceive in your mind. <laughs> so when the serpent came, he changed, he twisted their mindset. As God said, you shall not eat from any of the trees that is in the garden. For God knows that the day you eat of it, you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. He twisted their mindset. God furnished their mind. God furnished man the mind of life, the mind of peace. But when the serpent came, he twisted. Just imagine the Lord himself saying this, that and the serpent 
of all the creatures that the Lord God made, the serpent was more subtle than every other creature. Listen to the testimony that was given to the serpent. Yet, man could not discern. Man could not discern. Man could not discern. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, whatever thing that God is doing, he wants us to shelve our mind with his knowledge. And I, I always say this, that the first knowledge that every man must possess within himself is the existence of God, that there is a God. And when we say there is a God, we're speaking of a creator. Because right from the beginning of the holy writings, God introduced himself as a creator. The one who created. What it means that if he created you, then he can destroy you. If God is the one who created, then he can destroy. Because he knows the very material that he used to create. He knows what to remove, to destroy. And he knows what to fix. To build. He knew that if man, you eat from this tree, you're going to die. I made the tree. I'm telling you that if you eat the tree, you are going to die. So the same way you should understand this. God knows that when you conceive certain things in your mind, this is what is going to happen to you. So make sure you, you don't set your mind on things that are carnal, on things that are fleshly, on things that are natural. Under normal circumstance, when a mosquito or you, you live in a, a, in a mosquito-raided environment where the anopheles is breeding more and more and more there, you are going to get malaria. That is the natural, natural conception that each and everyone should have. If you, if you eat food that is not hot and you keep eating, eating cold food, banku, very cold, rice, very cold, you keep eating some of this food, prepare that, and all these, if you don't take care, you're going to develop typhoid fever. That is the natural order. So, even drinking water, if the water is dirty, you are, you are going to get something. Definitely, you are taking sicknesses and other things into your system. I'm not saying that drink dirty water. I'm not saying that live in a mosquito-infested environment. That is not what I'm saying. But what I want you to understand is that when you go by the natural order, there are things that are meant to happen. So, it's very important that you set your mind on the spirit. Very important. So on Wednesday, I was saying something that mindsets are the perspectives, are your ideologies, the values that you hold on to. Some of you, the very, the, some things that you are holding on to, they are very dangerous. And until you, you pull them down, this will make you understand the warfare. We pull them down. Have you not realized that even the focus of our warfare is not on the devil? The focus is on his 
methods, his devices. Not even on him, his devices. The moment you get to know his devices, the moment you get to know his, his devices, the moment you get to know his plans, his schemes of operation, you, you have rendered him powerless. It's very, very important that we understand some of these things. What you set your mind on is exactly what you are going to become. So I said that the first knowledge that you have to conceive in your mind is that there is a God who created all things. And when he was creating, there was no man around. There was no man around. So he made all things by himself and for himself. And he knows how to destroy. When you understand this, now the fear of this God now comes in. You get it? And you know, tonight we're going to go into the enterprise of grace and you understand why we need grace. Jesus, you're my greatest. Because the fear of God is very important. And getting to know that God is a creator, then you also need to understand that he made you, he created you for a purpose. He created you for a purpose. He didn't just create you for you to exist in this life. He didn't just create you for you to come here, grow, eat, grow, go to school, get certificates, marry, give birth to children, build your houses, buy your cars. No, there is a purpose for your existence. And indeed, the, what, what is proving that you exist is what you are to do. Because the day God proved himself that he exists, he made something. He created to prove his existence. So as a man, there is something that you also ought to do to prove that indeed you exist, you live. And that is what we all have to go for. When you miss this too, that there is a creator, and he has created for a purpose, I'm telling you, you are going to set your mind on certain things that are not important, that are not necessary. And that was the reason why the children of Israel, the Bible said, and they limited the Holy One of Israel. Because they didn't even understand, they didn't know the reason why they were going through the wilderness experience to enter into the promised land. Is very very important very very important what have you set your mind on he says that goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life have you set your minds on these things or you're only focusing on the limitations in your families you are limited you are focusing on 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 what your father cannot do for you, you i mean your early father cannot do for you and because you think that your early father cannot do certain things for you now you push everything to god and you see God the same way you see your heavenly father the way you struggle to receive things from your earthly parent you think that that is the same way you ought to do or you ought to go in order to receive things from God but God is different he's different he's different thank you Jesus and we got to know that mindset 
their gates and their doorways in the spirit. Mindset can give access to a spirit to intervene in your life. So, if you fail to set your mind on certain things, on you want to be rich, you want to prosper, your mind is not set on riches, on prosperity, on success. Don't forget, it's not only in the thinking of it, but make sure you also shelf your mind. The way to set your mind is to shelf it. That is the renewal of your mind. Is to, is to equip it with the requisite knowledge. Is to equip it with the requisite information. So when he said that be carnally and be spiritually minded, what it means is that shelf your mind. It's like your library, the library of your mind. Shelf it with the things of the spirit. And I love it. Jesus made it plain unto us what the spirit is. He said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. They are spirit. They are spirit. So the word of God is the spirit. You know, this morning I was reading something in the Bible and I, I came across something. I said, you know, someone is just going to pick this and say that this is the word of God. And I was like, no, this is not the word of God. And it cannot be the word of God. How can this be the word of God? No. I, 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 was, just, I was just here and I was like, this can't be the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. A man says something. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I was reading it in in Judges. Where is my Bible? I just underlined it. He said that just as a man is so is his strength. Just as a man is, so is his strength. And I was like, who is saying this? Because just as a man is, so is his strength. Someone can just stand on this word and say that, okay, fine, then I am made to be weak. So that is it. For me, last time I was telling my women that as a woman, you are not weak. That being a weaker vessel isn't weakness in strength, but it is weakness because you are submitting to an authority. So there are things that you want to do that you cannot do because of your submission and the authority that is your man. So there are things that you cannot do. Yeah, you want to do certain things. You have the power to do. You have your money to buy. You have whatever. But because you have submitted to a man as your head, your husband, you cannot do it. You need to seek his counsel, his approval before you do it. And that alone is a weakness. That is why you are a weaker vessel. So you don't, you don't, you don't just settle that women are weaker vessels. So that is why, that is why every day women empowerment. I hate that thing. To the core 
women empowerment. You go to TV, we have programs from morning to evening. Uh, the life of a woman, uh, sister, sister, the tales of a woman, whatever, whatever of a woman. So women's mind are set on weakness. They see themselves to be people who are undermined in the society, who are, who are not given the advantage to do whatever thing that they want to do. But we see women who are CEOs, who are directors, who are even presidents. And these women, some of them, are married. Living with their children. How did they become that strong outside there, like Deborah, being CEOs, being directors, being managers? It is because of what they have understood. That being a weaker vessel is not that you are, you are, you are, too, you are vulnerable, you are weak. Uh, no. So when you read Judges chapter 8, verse 21, the Bible said, Then Ziba and Zalmunna said, Rise thou and fall upon us. For as the man is, so is his strength. Listen to the one who is saying this. Listen. Listen to the one saying this. It was Ziba and Zalmunna who made this declaration that as a man is, so is his strength. This is not the word of God. Though we are reading it from the Bible or from the scriptures, it is not the word of God. I know someone is now thinking, what is the word of God? That is not our story for the day. This is not the word of God. But someone can take it and use it to preach. So as a man, so you are, that is how your strength also be. It is not true. Here, Ziba, let's understand context. Ziba and Zalmuna, they were being pursued by Gideon and they were going to face their death. They were about to die. They knew that their end has come. And that was why they made that declaration. We have become weak, so kill us. But the Bible says that let the weak say, I am strong. The, they say, the word of God says that as a man groweth in age and in years, so shall his strength be. So you increase in strength even as you are also growing. So the thing that you set your minds on, they are very, very critical for your development. And as I said, setting your mind on greatness, on prosperity, on success, on fruitfulness is by renewing your mind. And when we say renew your mind, it simply means feed your mind with the knowledge of what you want to see or of what you have set your mind on. So, if you want to prosper in terms of money, then fill your mind with the knowledge of money. Of finances. Very important. You cannot fill your mind with poverty-oriented thoughts and expect to be rich. No. It does not work that way. 
It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. That is why if God, you go into the scriptures, anytime God comes in to do something, he prepares their mind by letting them know, this is what I'm going to do. Abraham was to be the father of many nations. He had no son, but the Lord came and he prepared his mind by changing his name. Changing his wife's name. I'm okay. If you're coming from a background that things don't work as they are supposed to work, you have to change. Not by location, but by disposition. You know, there's a difference between a position and a disposition. One is outward, one is inward. So your disposition inward is very critical. Have you not realized sometimes you have boldness? Let me, sh- let me give you an example. There are times that you are going to a place or you are going to a house and in the house there is a dog. And just by your countenance alone, the dog is able to discern to know that you are afraid of it and will begin to bark and even try to attack you. So some of you, the moment you enter into you see the dog, you are running. Then the dog will start chasing you. That step you took by running is a position. But when we speak of a disposition, it is inward. And that is what most at times dogs also discern. You enter into the place and even as you are walking towards your, your end or where you want to be, you see yourself within your mind that you are afraid. You are afraid. And the dog will still pounce on you or attack you. Tell my enemies I'm okay. You know, I know some of you will not understand what I'm saying. But I believe that even some animals are more spiritual than men. When I say they are more spiritual, I mean they are more discerning than men. They are able to discern the state of a man. And by that state alone, they will know whether to attack or not to attack. They can know when you are afraid and when you are not afraid. This is what happened to Adam when he fell. The moment he fell and he became afraid, all the animal that God created saw that man has become afraid. So that those who were supposed to be wild, they became wild at him. Those who were supposed to submit, they had to submit. There's so little that my mentors can do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Only so little that my pastors can do but just leave me with Jesus alone we are okay leave me with Jesus thank you Jesus so in Proverbs 23 7 he said that for us he thinketh in his heart so is he as he thinketh in his heart so is he as you think in your heart so are you. Anyone who has eyes sees from your heart. Yes. 
obi o wani bia ohu firi wakomam onim de wo wakomam ohwe wakomam and how do we get to know what is in your heart the thing that you see there's one very person that any time this person comes around me i became very i become very careful because nanuma samonye anything that he says is wrong so all the time even when you are trying to correct this person the person will be saying the very evil so when you find yourself in the midst of such a person i'm telling you with time if he or she fails to change you then you have to change her or him very important the bible says that the god of this world had blinded the minds of them who believe not so you see it is unbelief that causes people to set their minds on negativities unbelief unbelief it's unbelief it's what causes people not to hold on to the word of god to see themselves as winners to see themselves as excellent to see themselves as victors to see themselves as mighty men of valor is unbelief and he said that it is the god of this world who has blinded them i'm singing for jesus so he blinds you with your unbelief that is why is it last week we were talking about belief that belief begins with acknowledgement it follows with appreciation and approval and then acceptance whatever thing that you don't accept cannot affect you so you see the thing that are affecting you are thing that you have accepted them to be true because whatever thing that you accept you 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 sign that indeed this is true and it is worthy of acceptation it must work in your life but when you make up your mind not to accept and to re- you reject it by virtue of what the lord has said concerning you that is the renewing of your mind and that is where you begin to enter into it from glory to glory so mindset can limit you they can also create possibilities for you don't forget mindset the set there speaks of the knowledge in the mind and yes i will drink drink and walk okay but oh me person in this car but saying all these things having these thoughts and not having the know-how the technical know-how the wisdom the understanding the knowledge to build will not cause it to happen so the thing that you set your mind on they are the knowledge they are the wisdom they are the power the abilities that you have accumulated you can never be a civil engineer by just staying in your room and sleeping hey i'll be a civil engineer no 
Just having thought of civil engineering doesn't make you a civil engineer. You need to equip, renew your mind. You know, going to school is the renewal of your mind. That is what you understand. So the program you are reading, you are renewing your mind towards something. It is transforming you for you to become something. That is why someone after SHS is not a medical doctor who enroll into the medical school within six years. This person is a medical doctor. Why? Because in that six-year period, he or she was renewing his or her mind toward medicine, toward how to take care of the body. Of a human being. So, so going to school is renewal of your mind. The same way renew your mind with the things of God. Because the things of God supersedes every other thing. I will pray. I will Let me say this and we close. How are mindsets formed? One of the ways mindsets are formed uh, is, is by and through culture. Some cultural uh, positions that we take. We, we, are, we are from this place. This is how we do things. We, we are from that place. That is how. What is culture? Culture is a way of life. That is the basic definition of culture. Culture is the what the a way of life for a group of people. And how do we know culture? We know culture by what they eat, their dressing, their their dance, their festivals, their 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 how they build their houses. Oh, I'm remembering my social studies. Yeah, that is that is culture. So, if you don't take care, the way you you, you are brought up the way of life that you grew under or from can cause you to have a kind of mindset towards certain things very very important if you are coming from a background that does not have the culture of giving it will be very difficult for you to learn it and if you're also coming from a background where even right from childhood as a child you get to know the principles of giving and you give when you are going to church your mother will give you offering give you tithe and all that your mother taught you how to tithe even at that tender age so when your mother gives you money you save some you 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 save some for offering you save some for seed you save some for for tithe you save some for harvest you save as you grow under this kind of environment it form it becomes your mindset but if you are coming from such an environment, it will be very difficult. Even when you want to do it, you will not do it. If you're coming from an environment where it is, then it will be very difficult for you to give to your pastor. Because some people, they are of the mindset that their pastors are not working, their men of God are not working. They are just using mind games to take their money. So you also take that entrenched position. Although you are a Christian, but you will take that entrained position and taking that entrained position, it will limit you. So you think that, but let me tell you, there is the God factor. 
in prosperity there is the god factor in riches this is the reason why if you are born again and you have become a child of god then you need to now understand the way of life when it comes to the family of god what is god's culture concerning things around this is why now you renew your mind on the thing that god has purposed on the thing that he has written on the thing that he wants us to know so god has his culture as a gun you have your culture as an ashanti you have your culture as an akriapim you have your culture as an achim you have your culture as a kusasi you have your culture as a mamprugu person you have your culture wherever you're coming from you are coming from a place and there is a way of life so you need to understand god's culture and it is his word that reveals to us and under his culture he said that the first thing he revealed to man was that don't eat this when you eat it this is what is going to happen to you the same way you enter into some culture they will tell this is a taboo this is an abomination so make sure you don't the reason why the children of israel israel they got goshen was because of their culture and the culture of the egyptians read your bible very well the bible said that they were cattle rarers and they were shepherds and the bible said that shepherds were abomination they were abomination unto the egyptians but you know that abomination became the promotion of the people of god so you need to understand god's culture and your culture there can there are abominations there are things that you cannot do you can never become because of your culture gone were the days when we were doing social studies they have something we call female genital mutilation that things that were being done to our young girls in some places it was their culture they didn't consider the harm the effect but yet they, they, the people we had people who were holding on to this practice without considering the effect on the health of our, our our young girls because it was culture but those who were able to run away from that culture to another place they understood it and now they studied they renewed their mind that this is not the way now they go back to challenge it they go back to educate their people that this very practice in our culture is very harmful it is destroying the lives of many girls here The trocracy systems and all that. I'm not against anyone's culture, but I just want you to understand how culture can affect you. So one of the ways to form mindset is the culture you come under. And we knowing that we are the people of God, we are children of God, then we need to come under the culture of God. How God does his things in terms of prosperity. How does he, how does he do it? He said that seed time and harvest shall not cease. He said that when you, the Bible said that when you consider the wind, you will not sow. The wind speaks of the, the, the things that are happening. When you check the economy, when you do this, you are not going to give, you are not going to do things. And all that get to know God's culture when it comes to health his, what is his, his word concerning health what is his word concerning marriage what is his word concerning work what is everything God has outlined everything in his word so come under the culture of God 
don't just pray make sure you have cultivated you have cultivated uh-huh i love that word that just came the holy spirit just dropped. you have cultivated you know culture is a cultivation we have something we call acculturation or someone who is accultured what it means accultured and <laughs> it's, it's. acculturation is when you are you have your culture but another person comes in to what also impose or force you to live by his way of life that is acculturation so for instance you have a way of doing things but when the, these europeans when they came but when they came they showed us how to wear suit trousers tuck in put on tie that is acculturation the same way that is what you need to learn as a child of God praying without the culture of God will not work so if fornication is not part of our way of living make sure you don't do it if greed is not part of our way of living, don't do it. If jealousy, if this envy, if stealing, if all these things, that was the reason why God gave them, God gave them the lost. Because they were things that he has purposed to advance his cause. Again, one of the ways to form mindset is experience. Some of you your negative mindset are because of your past experiences. You have made up your mind not to trust anyone. There's a difference between putting your trust in and trusting. And the Bible said that curse is any man who put his trust in a man. So you can trust, trust, but don't trust in a man. You trust in God. You don't trust in man, but you can trust man. You can trust your wife. You can trust your husband. But don't put your trust in your wife. Don't put your trust in your husband. But trust your husband. Trust your wife. Let's understand this. Very important. So past experiences can also affect your mindset. Someone will say, me, I'll never, even in marriage, it is because of a past experience some mothers will tell because of the experience I had with this man who is from this tribe make sure you don't marry from this tribe so a mindset has been formed towards these kinds of people meanwhile your glorious marriage will come from this man your glorious marriage will come from this lady but because of the past experience of your parents or your grandparents you have been limited the Bible said that for in Christ there is neither male nor female. There is neither uh, there is neither what a, 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 a Greek or barbarian or Scythian. So in Christ we are one. There's nothing like tribe. There's nothing like ethnicity. There's nothing like that. We are one people, one nation. 
one blood some of you I need to tell you the truth your husband is an ever your wife is an ever whether you like it or not your husband is from the northern part of Ghana some of you I'm telling you the truth your husband is a Kusasi your husband is from Mampusi your husband is from Boko but you are looking for someone who is from the Ashanti region someone who is from the central region and that is why renew your mind with the articles of Christ love you I'm when God steps right in Nathaniel's experience that nothing good can come out of Nazareth nearly caused him not to experience the glory but when he came and Jesus spoke to him said indeed you are the one the Messiah we are waiting for the past can create a stronghold in your mind that is why the weapons of our warfare what are the weapons the armor of god righteousness truth the gospel of peace salvation faith sword of the spirit the word of god prayer these are the weapons these are the armor of god the weapons that will be used to pull down the strongholds so you can be praying and you are not praying in righteousness you can be praying and you are not praying in faith. You can be praying and you are not praying in truth. You can be praying and there no peace, gospel of peace. You can be praying and it is not by the sword of the spirit, the word of God. You cannot pull down any stronghold. You cannot cast down any imaginations. You cannot destroy the devices of the devil if you are not holding on to these armors. Thank you, Jesus. So you need to be very careful. Yesterday, someone said something. I really thought of it very well. He says that when you go to certain parts of the world, you go to US, you go to UK, and some of these advanced countries, when the leaders are building prisons, they build it with the mindset that one day they can... They can find themselves as prisoners. So they make it more humane. A place conducive for human beings to live. That is why when you go, it looks like US, UK, these countries, their prisons are very neat. They are very clean and all that. They have a mindset that one day something can happen and they will find themselves there. But when you come to our part of the world, our leaders know that there is no way they will go there. So when they are building prisons, they don't care how they build it. So look at our prisons and look at their prisons. Why? Because they know they will not go there. None of their family members will go there. When you arrest them, even in the act, they will call, release them. He's from my family. He's my blood. He's my sister. He's my cousin. He's my nephew. Leave him. It's a mindset. And that is the reason why Africa will not developing. We cannot fight corruption and all that. Because the one who is corrupt knows that there is no punishment for corruption. It's a mindset. But the one, the our people outside there, because they know that there is punishment for corruption, in, when they get the opportunity to be in power, they make sure that the, end of their, the place of the end of their corruption is well prepared so that even if they are to find themselves there, they will be comfortable. Mindset. 
your family background can affect you family background also affect mindsets so be careful with the family the thing that some of the, the thing that your mother had been saying some of the thing that your father used to say be careful with them be careful with them Gideon said that we are the least but he didn't know that he was a mighty man of valor there was greatness in him David was sidelined to take care of the sheep but between in, inside of him he was a warrior he was a giant slayer he was a king and even when he came to the, 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 the field, their brothers, they saw him in a way. You know, there is, a, there is a story about David. David's story is very unique. You know, when Samuel came and he asked for the sons of Jesse, Jesse called the seven and he left David in the bush. And the reason why he left David in the bush was because <laughs> David was from a different mother. I know some of you, this, this, is, this is the first time you're hearing this because you've not read it. David was from a different mother. So the story of David was different. That is the reason why even when you check the description of David, David was black. David was not like his brothers he was different so he was subjected to the things of the flock be a shepherd it was until Samuel inquired don't you have any other son that Jesse remembered that I have a son somewhere I have a son somewhere I have a son somewhere and they called him to come because he was not living with their father he was somewhere but that was the one, the very person that God chose to anoint as a king. This is this is Some of you, it looks like you are coming from somewhere. But God is going to anoint you. It looks like there is no hope. It looks like where you are coming from, it will take excavators to take you from the ground. But I am telling you, the Bible says that even when Jesus was being raised from dead, we resurrected with him. And as he has been glorified and he's seated, we are seated in him. I'm telling you, it is not excavator that is going to take you from the ground. The Lord himself is using his hand. He has handpicked you. He has exalted you. He has promoted you. He's bringing you to that place of greatness. He's bringing you to that place of exaltation, that place of excellence. I'm telling you the truth. This day, God has found you. He has located you and he has anointed you with the oil of gladness. No man will be able to limit you. The, the brothers of David, they wanted to limit him. They wanted to cover his shine. But he said, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Somebody, I want to tell you, don't limit yourself by the mindset that you have, by your background, by the past experience. I want to tell you that there is a cause for you to be promoted. There is a cause for you to be fruitful. There is a cause for you to be healed. There is a cause for you to be married. There's a cause for you to advance in life. Don't limit yourself by your father's experience. Don't limit yourself by your way of living. Don't limit yourself by your family background. Don't limit yourself.
Thank you, Jesus. There is a cause for your greatness. And that is why God has made you. One other way to also form mindset is exposure. The things that you get exposed to. Exposure is key. It is the ability to expand and broaden your horizon. Broaden your scope. That is exposure. To become aware of possibilities and impossibilities. So the things that you get exposed to, they either make you aware of possibilities or impossibilities. There are some people they didn't know that dating a married man could could furnish them furnish them with apartments, with iPhones, with cars, and other 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 things until they start working with certain friends. They were exposed to it by by working with certain people. David was still in the wilderness until he was exposed to the battle. When the father sent him to go and give food to his brothers, that was the time he got exposed that there was a giant who was blaspheming against the name of the Lord God of Israel. He was exposed to it. This is the reason why you need to pray that God should expose you to the difficulties of life. It is out of the difficulties that you will, that, that warrior in you, that might in you, that greatness in you will begin to surface. I straight up. But don't forget, exposures can also destroy you because of certain mindsets that you have at the end of the day. So be exposed to the light of God. Be exposed to the knowledge of God. Be exposed to the miracle-working power of God. Some of you, you don't believe in miracles. But be exposed to the working, powerful works of God. Someone started working in last started desiring to sleep with a woman or women by watching pornography. How did that spirit of lust enter into this person? You watch pornography and now you want to masturbate. You want to sleep with a woman. Any girl that you meet on the street, you want to propose. You want to take the person to your bed. By watching. The same way, if when you expose yourself to the working miracle powers of God, Watching the miracles that men of God are doing. Reading articles that has miracles. That, that, that exposes you to the greatness of God, the might of God. How God works with, worked with certain men and women. I'm telling you, you catch that spirit. If people can catch the spirit of lust by reading books, magazines, and, and watching videos, how then can you not catch the spirit of success, the spirit of, oh my God, people are catching the spirit of medicine by reading medicine. You can also catch the spirit of success, of power, of greatness, of excellence, of light when you expose yourself to these things. What do you expose yourself to? Exposure is key. If you, want to, if you want to form great mindsets, mindset that will catapult you into higher forms of greatness, excellence, then expose yourself to the requisite information, the requisite knowledge, and you see yourself walking in those pedestals of life. 
So when Satan came, he also exposed the woman to a way of life. You become as gods. So the thing that you expose your mind to is what you become. And lastly, association. Association. The people you associate with can affect your mindset. The Bible said that bad company corrupts good morals. Work with people who are aspiring to be great. Don't work with people who are mediocre. Mediocrity is a curse. Don't work with mediocre. People, anytime you want to embark on something, you want to embark on projects, they want to pull you back because hey, this day we cannot do it all. There is no money. There is no this. These are mediocre. Don't work with them. Work with people who have the can-do spirit. Just as Caleb and Joshua, he said that if God has said this and he is with us, then we will be able, we shall be able to take over the land and possess it. Not the other people. The other people were destroyed because of the association with the ten. So associate yourself with people who are of the light. All of my elements. Eve's association with the serpent caused death. Many businessmen, they lost, read Jonah. Because of their association with Jonah, Jonah joining them in their boat, in their ship, they lost their goods. Association can cause you to enter into bankrupt. You entered into a form of business, a money doubling business by association, and you lost all, you lost everything. It's very important. Have you heard of uh, opportunistic diseases before? There are some sicknesses and diseases, they only come by the presence of other sicknesses and their diseases. So, these diseases cannot, like, for instance, when COVID came, COVID itself was just a virus. But the moment COVID entered, you realize that other sicknesses and infections and diseases started creeping in, into the system. So, someone will have COVID and you check the symptoms, he has flu, he has this, he has that. That is association. This is what you need to understand. The kin- the kin- Let me say this. Kingdom values. Kingdom values can only be sustained when you are in a community. So if you want to set m- your mind on something, make sure you are in the community of people who have the same mindset. You can never be a lone ranger. Thank you, Jesus. 
so i've spoke on culture experiences your background your exposure i want us to pray this prayer the father exposed me to the right perspectives of your life of your light of your glory of your men this should be one of the prayers that you should be praying day in day out father expose me to the right perspectives expose me to the right knowledge expose me to the right information expose me to the right people expose me expose me expose me in the name of jesus let's pray in the name of jesus expose me lead me on to the right men who will take me into my destiny lead me on in the name of jesus somebody pray nicole shatter lead me on lead me on lead me on in the name of jesus expose me expose me de kapalofata radasiko oko javarada site li kaltora kamanata li bashade katoroko zibi akimanakosa li bashondo korada kimanasito li kabadabe shadoko zatakata li kamaniko li akadizo kabina kadisa redosh keba akadusa kapanita makadiko shekni kabalafito zibi akataya in the name of Jesus kindly spare me this 10 minutes and let me say this and we close 10 minutes spare me 10 minutes of your time let me say this and we close if you are finding yourself in any predicament this is what you ought to do i know let me say this because i don't know when i'll be able to come back to this if you want to come out of any problem this is what you need to understand and that is what i want to talk about because i want to finish this thing on mindset so that we can move on and pray more and more so now you see and and when you understand some of these things, you change your prayers. Why is it that all the ladies that are coming into your life, they are not suitable for marriage? All the guys who are coming, they are not suitable for marriage. Why are you not even identifying the right people? Why are you not even getting the right job? Why are you not? It's because of your mindset. You can't dream. Also found that is a mindset. So mindsets are not always negative. Some people think that the person has taken a negative disposition. No, you can also take a positive disposition of yourself. positively. Don't only uh, take a mindset that is negative. That is a negative disposition. Now, from today, the Lord should expose you to the right women and the right guys and the right men and the right job and all that.
Let's understand this. Whatever situation you find yourself in, this is what you ought to do. Recognize, acknowledge that indeed there is a problem. Don't pretend everything is working. And that is one of the deceptions many Christians are walking in. I know someone is going to quote that scripture because I said it. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the weak say, I am strong. Your strength is coming or you are strong not because of your state. Your strength is because of someone. So the mind is set on the strength and the abilities of another person. That is why you can say that I am weak, but I am strong. You are strong because there is a strong man who is in you and who is with you. So, this is what I want you to understand. Become aware of the problem. Acknowledge that this is a problem. Blind Bartimaeus acknowledged that he needed help. He was blind. You see, when Jesus came to him, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Because there are some beggars outside there, when you walk to them, it's not that they need healing. They need money. So if you don't take care and you try, let me pray for you, they will, they will disgrace you. They will become angry with you. You want, you want to take me away from this place? Do you know the amount of money that I get every day from begging? And you want to heal me? What do you want me to go and do after healing me? So they are not there for healing. They are there to receive money. So the man at the gate of beautiful, when Peter and John got there, what was going on? He was asking for arms. And when Peter looked at him, the Bible said that the man, this man became uh, lasting, ready to receive. But Lali, something greater was coming to him, healing. So acknowledge, become aware of the problem. There is a problem. Why is this thing so? Then you begin to find out. Become aware of the problem. That was what the Lord did uh, for David when the famine came. For three years, David was inquiring. He was not trying to get food from other nations to come and feed his people or to feed his house. He prayed and was inquiring from God. What is the cause of this famine? And when he got to know it, he acknowledged it and he went to the families of the, of, of this, the Gibeonites to seek for restitution. What can we do with this problem? So let me, let me that, is, that is the way. So you know, there are so many things that you can use prayer to do. Find out what is the problem. The prodigal son, he recognized the problem. He admitted he need, so after getting to know the problem, then admit that you need help. You need help. A mighty prophet has come. Anointing is flowing. If you think you need marriage here, I have come with the grace for marriage. Come and let me pray for you. You don't want people to know that you are you, you also want to marry. Look at your face. But you go back to your room and you are crying. Oh, Peba, and you go, you go so. I heard you say. 
You need money. You need you need the job. You also want to travel. We are praying for people with these some of these uh, conditions and these issues, and you are there, me ferry. Look at your face. Can I tell you something? It is when you acknowledge the problem and you admit that indeed you need help that you attract the spirit of grace. Tonight, the enterprise of grace. It is when you acknowledge the problem and admits that you need a solution that is where you what attract the spirit of grace the bible says that we should receive with meekness the engrafted word of god don't be proud admit that you need help the bible says that someone who is broken with a contrite heart the lord will not reject But you said that the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save such as be of a contrite spirit. He said that for all the, Isaiah 66 verse 2, for 66 verse 2, for all those things had my hand made and all those things have been, saith the Lord, but to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit. And, and tremble it at my word. Isaiah 66 verse 2. Acknowledge. Come with brokenness. Humble yourself. Lord, I need your help. Help me. Be ready to receive his word. My time is up. My 10 minutes is, uh, is up. So let me just end. Then, you can write this down. Cast out every spirit that blinds your mind to believe the word of God. Sometimes the word of God is coming. It is very powerful. You know that this is what you need to transform your life. You know that this financial situation, I need to sow a massive seed. I need to do this. I need to do that. But you are also thinking, hey, what if I give and I don't get Make pray and cast out every spirit that blinds your mind from believing the word of God. By his stripes, you are healed. It looks like you have stayed in that predicament for 38 years, like that man. But blind every cast out every spirit that blinds your mind. The man will say, I've been here for 38 years, and anytime that the angel comes to stir with the waters, I don't have any man. But blind, blind. Some people, blind. Make sure your mind is being blinded. Make sure you cast out that spirit that is blinding your mind from receiving, from believing, from acknowledging the help that has come. When you read Psalm 119, verse 18, the Bible says that. Open thou my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your word. 
Psalm 119 verse 8. So sometimes you are praying, Lord, Kabasheke, open my eyes. Let me behold your wondrous things. Let me behold the testimonies that men have been given unto you. Give me that opportunity to also witness this, your mighty power. That becomes a prayer. Open down my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. And again, make a conscious effort to renew your mind. Let it become a project work for you that I really need to staff my mind with the right knowledge. I really need to need to, to keep the word of God in my heart. Make it a conscious effort to renew your mind. Learn to know the ways of God and learn to recalibrate your, your mindset to reflect them. Change your thoughts, change plans, change your ideas, your culture of doing the way you are doing things. Some of you, it is only by your shape that you meet your husband. Not that your husband is canal, but what will attract you to your husband is your shape. All because fear your culture be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform to this world. Do not conform to the patterns of your family. Some of you, you were raised from a religious background. And that religion, that place you are coming from, there are certain things that you cannot do. You can, you can, you, you are, you, it, it doesn't give you any form of exposure. And yet, because of allegiance and loyalty, you are still in. That is why you are still in that your state. Come out of it. The things of God are greater than religion. Come out of it. Make it a conscious effort to renew your mind with the truth. Not just trying to be loyal to a system. That is not promoting your advancement. Trying to be loyal to a program, to a family system, to a cultural system, to a religious system. That is not advancing your course. Come out of it. Renew your mind. Make it a conscious effort to renew your mind. And finally, let's read this scripture and we close. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. The Bible says that let this mind be in you. Oh, let this mind be in you. Which was also in Christ Jesus. You see, there is a mind. There is a mind from God that we need to have in us. God has a mind. He said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. So God also has a mind. A mindset for us. And he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And one of the thoughts or one of the minds of God concerning Jesus was for him to 
abase himself, for him to limit himself, for him to become a man. So when we say that, let this mind be in you, it is not only what Jesus did by becoming a man. No. There are thoughts of God. And one of the things that, one of the thoughts that God had concerning Jesus was for him to humble himself even unto death. It doesn't mean that that is the only mind God has for us. Understand that. So the apostle was making us understand because he was speaking concerning something. So there is a mind of God concerning us. The Bible speaks of the mind of Christ. It is by the mind of Christ that we can instruct. We can walk in the wisdom, in the power, in the abilities of God. So there is a mind. So that let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. There is a mind. Jesus walked according to a certain kind of mindset. You also have to have that mindset in order to produce the glory. If you fail to do that, I'm telling you, my brother, my sister, nothing will work for you. The Lord bless you. I know you have been blessed. I know you have been blessed with the word. God bless you so much for the time. And I know that a year by this time, just as the Lord said to Sarah, a year by this time, there will be the cry of a baby in this house. I also speak to you that with this revelation, with this knowledge that you have received, a year by this time, you are coming back with a testimony. A year by this time, you'll be coming back with joy. You'll be coming back with laughter. You'll be coming back with your substance, with excellence. We will see you and you'll be glowing in the light of God, in the glory of God. A year by this time, because our transformation and our change is highly dependent on the state of our mind. Tonight, we are meeting for the enterprise of grace. If you have a sister, a brother around, if you are around, don't miss tonight's service. It's going to be powerful. The men of God are prepared to unleash unto you revelational nuggets of God's grace that will catapult you into your next phase of life. Don't just come as a church member if you are with us. Don't just come because it is a program. You are coming to see what will happen. Come with that expectation of tapping into the grace of God. And I'm telling you, God is going to move mightily in us. The enterprise of his grace. Tonight, 6.30 p.m., not 7. 6.30 p.m., we are starting with prayer, sharp fire. And someone is asking whether we're going to stream. Let's see how it goes. Maybe we are going to stream on pot, pot bean. So stay alert. You receive a notification because we are going to stream. And you will see and hear what the Lord has for us tonight. You are blessed. You are highly favored. Sunday is my birthday. Now we shall no no kesi. Ewa dini neumu. Ibishia enumre. And morning glory continues on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 4 a.m. Morning glory. Every Monday, every Wednesday, every Friday, 4 a.m. So if it is the first time you're joining us, make it part of your daily routine to be part of this family is so glorious to be here and i know that your life will be transformed oh my brother is here reverend anarchy saying you are welcome god bless you so much and all the men of god and the women of god here god bless you mrs achia and everyone you are all blessed you are highly favored in jesus name we will meet on 
Monday, but tonight, the enterprise of His grace, you are going to receive a notification. Have a lovely day and a fruitful weekend. In Jesus' name, bye-bye.
Okay.